All right, we have got a super super special episode this week. It was probably one of, my most favorite uh, one ever. Uh, to, I dad so to excited. record to record it was my number one. We've had some Dude, great was, guests. Mm. I appreciate I appreciate everybody. I love every everybody. Love everybody. But man, this one got me fired up. It was very exciting, yeah, baby. It was also just a new concept. You know, it was something neither one of us probably know too much about. And, and I guarantee you probably everyone that's going to be listening to this, you, you know, a little bit, but you don't know a lot. You just you know, know it's just memes. one of those things. You, you, and you and probably have FOMO. You probably got some FOMO about some crypto. True. Crypto FOMO. And we're here to try to help set that record straight. We talked about a very, you know, I think we approached it from a very like broad baseline, not knowing much about it. So I think for yeah, anybody that doesn't know much about crypto, we tried to kind of piece it together. So you kind of get an idea of what was going on. I thought we talked well, I thought we were good about the inception of it, the whole mining process, trading. We kind of went into a little bit of everything. The we dangers, got into a little bit of everything and dangers. we got into somebody. Oh, the dangers especially, yeah. right? Because it's something that everybody thinks is a get rich, get rich quick scheme. And it's, it's really not. There's a lot in there that you have to make sure that you're, you're taking into account. Uh, but not only that, it's not just us talking about it. Shout out Josh Schneider for stepping in and giving like a true expert opinion. The dude's a day trader with this stuff. Day in, day out. This is how he makes his living and is teaching us how to actually do it. And I'm pretty sure I can kick him out of day trading now. I'm pretty sure I can trade better than him. Just he, within, he, the, within the 50 minutes that we talked. He crushed it. Um, he joined, a, he joined, us, joined us remote. I just imagine him living in a lair surrounded by computer screens where he's About keeping 14 tracks screens. Of, yep. track of all kinds of things going on. <laughs> but so he dude. crushed it. Killed it. I mean, Killed it. again, love all of our other guests. He was very, very good. Very well spoken. Gave a great picture of what the world of cryptocurrency is like. So with further, without further ado, we hope you enjoy this episode of talking BS. intros man we got to do intros we've got a guest on another guest on the pod so the one and only josh snyder is here uh josh and i go way back but uh josh do you want to introduce yourself real fast yeah so my name is josh snyder um i worked with van for about five years on and off big surprise there nobody's (laughs) nobody's ever worked for or with me before ever and then yeah and then in march of 2020 he laid me off because of covid yeah ouch <laughs> you hey one of 50 it's fine and then from there i took a dive into the day trading i just jumped right into it so that brings us to why you're here which we're what and what we're going to talk about today which is cryptocurrency day trading all things finance nfts i don't i don't know where we're going to go but that's where we're going to start so yeah so let me give a quick rundown of my trading experience okay and just the journey i've been on uh, so I started off trading options. Um, I bought this guide off of Facebook, a guy who taught me how to trade options. It's one of the worst purchases I've made in my life. It was like a thousand dollars. Don't do that. Um, but I found out real quick that options are not easy. They require okay, what are a lot options? of money. Can we, yeah. can we start there? What, yeah, what are, what what are what options? Yeah, what are options? So you can buy equity in a company. Okay. 
So like a stock. Know what that is, yep. Yes. You can buy options as well, which is basically contracts saying that you will buy that stock at a certain price. And okay. there's a ton of factors that go into play when it comes to options. And so they're super volatile. They're actually more volatile than cryptocurrency is. So in order to have a successful career in options, you need a lot of money or you need like the best equipment, like hedge fund level equipment, because it is not easy. Gotcha. So I lost about 10 grand doing that. <laughs> oh, good, good start. Oh, good start. Got laid off, lost and, 10 grand and invested yeah, another grand so, to figure out how to lose 10 grand. And, so and we're down 11 grand recent, in a job to start. I like it. Exactly. Recent exactly. college and, grad as well, right? I mean, you had just graduated uh, yep. like a year before. <laughs> I really um, hope this makes a turn at some point. <laughs> yes, it does. So about middle of last year, I discovered futures trading. So there's a ton of markets, okay? There's equities, there's options, there's Forex, there's crypto, and there's futures. And futures is basically trading commodities and indexes, and you trade contracts of that. And I didn't start turning a profit in, until I started trading futures. Um, I became a funded trader through a prop firm which basically you prove to them you can trade and they give you money to trade with. And so I did that up until about November of last year. And that's when I, you know, when crypto was super popular, taken off. So I jumped into that. And then January of 2021, it just, it took off. And so that's what I've been doing all year long is just pretty much 90% crypto. I, I have... We have so many questions. Go for but it. That was it. That is All a fantastic questions. intro, and I and I don't want to skip past. It shows why you're qualified to yeah. teach us. Okay, this so we picked the right person. This is good. Okay, good. That's a good start. I do have some icebreakers, and we have to do the recap. So, what would you like to do first? Icebreakers or recap? Do you have any past episodes or any topics from the past? I know you've probably never listened to us before, but. Um, no, I don't listen to you guys at all. So. I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. You, I, well, you contribute to questions weekly, which is great. So, but yes. do you have any past topics that you're like fired up on or anything? Yeah. Did you guys? Oh, you talked about superheroes. Okay. Did y'all touch on Invincible? Okay. So we, I followed up with it because Evan told me I had to watch it, and I did. So on, I think it was the podcast after the superheroes one. I came out and I was like, "Y'all yeah. have got to watch this." What'd you think, dude? My goodness, I am, a, I am a sucker for adult rated Cartoons. superhero films. <laughs> oh, like, superhero films. Okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> cartoons. I was like, oh, okay. Or cartoons. Yeah. It just, Where are we going? It, it, was, uh, it was a crazy experience. Um, J.K. Simmons was insane. Amazing. Omni-Man. The, amazing. The, char- the characters and the voice actors were amazing. It was great. Um, I only had issues with a few subplots, but like the twist villain was great yes um the ending was perfect and we're only like we're only like a tenth into the story of invincible oh i don't know anything about the back i have no nothing no knowledge of like the full story or anything they could run like 10 more seasons of this whoa Corey, you i'm assuming you have not seen i haven't seen one episode yet but you should me about it i know i need to but i haven't yet you've got a lot of people now that have been there's been a lot of chatter and i know i know so i'm gonna get on it okay so i get on it but josh i fully agree with you i thought it was amazing big big fan so anybody listening go watch invincible on amazon prime amazing any other topics uh Corey, you need to get into some rock music, man. 
<laughs> Listen, I used to be into it growing up, and the only reason I was into it growing up is just because of Van. We went to mm. just about anybody you could name to a show at some point in time. So I've seen a lot of people. I know a lot of it, but I'm like, it's like it's the same thing for me with like actors and actresses. I can't remember names. I can't remember what movies or I, I can't remember that stuff. Like I can do lines, I can do you know lyrics, I can do quotes, right? But I can't. I who who did it? Who said it? Who what band there? I can't do that. I I it's gone. Corey, if you didn't know, Josh is in the pit with us. That's that should have been obvious Perfect. from the get go. So. <laughs> Hey, well, the, the, Cor- the hair not being gone now. I don't know. It looks you look, a little clean now. Uh, it looks yeah, super clean. You look, you look much much cleaner cut without the, the top knot. <laughs> Thank you. Um, all right. Any other Anything else before the icebreakers? Let's jump in. All right. First of all, Annalise would like to know, when are you going to pop the question? <laughs> Yo, I'm ki- I'm that's a way to start. Look, look, I'm kidding. <laughs> wow. I'm kidding. She said that was a joke. She did want me to say... She's very proud of your new your new career and new work venture. So she did want me to say awesome. that. Do not Thank answer you. the first question. That was a joke. All right. Feel free to answer the first question. I mean, we can uh, do an exclusive no, no, right no. here, right now. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right. So in all seriousness, I think I'm going to start naming this new section just Icebreakers with Eli because he's the only one that does them, and he does them really, really well. So Eli E.B. is in here with us again. He says, what's up, guys? Josh, my guy. Hope all is well, brother. And then he's got a couple questions. What's the strangest thing you've ever fallen in love with? And we're just going to take people out of it. What's the strangest thing you've ever fallen in love with? Oh, man. <laughs> um, I, I don't know, Eli. Um, I guess you, but <laughs> I can't say people. Um, oh, I don't know. That's a tough one. Food? Music, movie. Oh, I mean, how about sushi? Do you guys like sushi? Oh, I love sushi. Yeah, I, would, I love me some sushi. I would crush some sushi. I, love I did sushi. not get into sushi until like last year. Oh wow! Yeah, I, I was a late bloomer. I was in college when I hit sushi for the first time. I was like twenty-one or twenty-two, I think. And yeah. All right, random story about sushi. Oh, so, here we go. Uh, we were j- sophomores, juniors, maybe in high school, and uh, went out with my girlfriend at the time and her parents. We went on a nice little double date. We were pretty serious, so we uh, thought we were grown-ups and thought we would go out on a grown-up double date with her parents. And we went to, I can't remember, it was some Thai place in Huntsville, and they had sushi, right? And so they ordered a couple rolls of sushi for the table. I had never had sushi before that. I never, like, I just, it wasn't my thing, right? I just, like, I had a, I had a preconceived notion, wasn't my thing. I had no idea how to use chopsticks either, so I wasn't about to look like a fool. And uh, so her mom is, like, insistent that I have this. And, Van, you know what Hannah's mom looked like. Yes. And so she starts feeding me with chopsticks across the table, like sushi rolls. I still think about that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Love and sushi. There you go. There you have it. Yep. (laughs) Where are we? We were already going to Rye. All right. Eli's next question is, if you could have any superpower, what would you choose? Now, we've we've all done this on here, but do you have one? Speaking of Invincible. Mm. It's got to be. It's got to be flying. That's what I said. Thank you. It's got to be flying. No, uh, no speedy metabolism like Evan. Dude, get out of here. Did you Did you hear that? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. the The man just wants to eat. Just he just wants to eat with no consequences. I still was awesome. It's amazing. All right, so flight for Josh. Um, Last question from Eli, and he says, as always, love the show, guys. So Eli's last question for you is: if you had the world's attention for thirty seconds. 
presidential announcement style, like you you're on every TV in on the entire planet, what would you say? Buy Bitcoin. Buy <laughs> Bitcoin. I you could, know what? You may convince me by the end of this. Could not Bitcoin. It might actually up, happen. Could not come up with a better segue, right? All right. So let's dive into this. Um, do you feel like the ice is broken? Yeah. Feels good. <laughs> All right. So clearly you've gone through a lot. Corey, do you want to pick up on the outline or like yeah, yeah, what yeah, yeah. or where he was at? Yeah, I'll go. I okay. got it. That's cool. Let me. Let so me let, let, let's right. give background on ourselves first. I have all I've seen. I don't hey, know about you, you want to take this. No, never mind. Screw you. No, no, I'm going to no, no. keep I'm just going. Saying, We're going to do what I want to do. I'm just That's saying, what just happened. I, all I've seen is all <laughs> the pop culture stuff, the Twitter, the, the, you know, memes and gifts across the world. Like that's where I saw everything about this pretty much. And then over the last four days or so, when we decided we we're going to do this topic, just a YouTube, a plethora of YouTube videos and articles and everything from like vice news to like, you know, 60 minutes to like all kinds of like, I tried to get as much information from all different angles as I could. So that's where I'm coming from. Corey, I think you said you signed up for some class recently. Yeah. So I, um, I don't know if you, have you guys seen the show startup on uh, Netflix? I have not. I don't know. It's, it's, it's one of those random ones. It got into a top 10 and I was like, I was looking for something to watch one night. So I threw it on. And it's uh, they start basically GenCoin, which is you know a, a cryptocurrency, right? And it got me kind of really into it. I invested um, maybe a year, year and a half ago when it was kind of, I mean, it was probably too late at the time, but it was you know it's still a big thing, new thing, everything. I made a good little bit of money, uh, but it was so volatile it scared the crap out of me, right? The day trading that you were kind of talking about scares me so much. If you stay with it, I can see the long term, you know, longevity of it that it, it, there's a return there. Mm-hmm. But I got terrified. So I pulled out. I still made about a grand. So I was like, I felt good about myself. And then nice. I just, I walked away, right? Uh, so it reintroduced me to it. I ended up signing up. They offer, like, a lot of Ivy League schools actually offer free online courses. And so Princeton has a course on cryptocurrencies. And so I started that. I'm about five weeks into it now. Uh, it's an 11-week course, but it's, right now I've gone more so into the, the coding side, the background side of it, mm. really building um, you know, kind of all the, all the blocks, the hash pointers, all that kind of crap that's behind the scenes on how it actually works with blockchain and, and that technology, which is phenomenal to me. Uh, that's the side that I'm on. So I haven't pivoted yet to get around to the you know, consumer-facing side of, of Bitcoin yet. So I think that's what I'd be interested in to kind of learn more about and kind of talk about. So, Josh, that's kind of your background, though, because you studied, was it IT specifically in college? Yeah, um, uh, general IT, yes. Gotcha. So, you, you, I'm assuming you had a pretty large base of knowledge. Did you do much coding or, like, the actual software side of things? Uh, yeah, I learned everything from uh, IT systems to coding softwares. Gotcha. Stuff like that, so. Okay. So, that probably helps you in this world a little bit i would assume maybe maybe not yeah it, it gives me a grasp on what everything that's going on i actually did a blockchain uh a blockchain presentation back oh. in like 2016 gotcha. when it was like brand new technology that awesome. no one knew about so, and learned a lot from that um and so, again yeah blo- right, well, blockchain let's, let's has not changed start. like at all well, because it's, it's ever-continuing, right? And the way that it gets validated mm-hmm. is really what you're looking for when it comes to the mining stuff. So I do want to get into that, but let's just start from the beginning. The beginning, yes. Go for Explain it, Explain yeah. what cryptocurrency actually is. The basic idea. Yeah, so the best way to look at cryptocurrency is just digital currency, digital cash. The way I look at it 
is more so digital gold. It's more of a store of value um, in hopes that it goes up or just to keep your money in. Um, but the basic premise behind it is just being able to have an alternative to fiat currency, which is you know the U.S. dollar, um, pesos, and all that. You have an alternative to buy goods and services with. There's our first chime time. Chime time. Uh, all right. So I guess let me follow up to that just uh, ever so slightly. What then, how does this thing have value, right? Like how, how, why all of a sudden I'm going to make money and I'm just going to make it, you know, this is my currency. Here you go. Dogecoin. It's a joke. It's Corey here. Coin. It's valued. Corey coin. Corey coin. Yep. Here we go. BS coin. <laughs> Bell coin. All right. There it is. Yeah. Why Anyone does this now have value that... to it? <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's all supply and demand. So right now, Bitcoin's market cap is a little less than one trillion which means a trillion dollars have been put into bitcoin so there's a lot there's a lot of demand that's why the price is so high in bitcoin good there's little supply big demand (laughs) good lord and 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 bitcoin like it in of itself so bitcoin's its own thing right it's it's different from ethereum and litecoin and dogecoin and and all the eight million different ones there are people people are using that term now for other coins though are they not almost like like a band-aid band-aid kind of thing really yeah q-tip like are you into bitcoin or they're using that synonymously with crypto people that don't know what they're talking about yeah exactly it it is the biggest one so um it'd be like if you pointed out social media you'd be like are you on facebook you know like facebook's the biggest social media okay um fair that actually yeah that actually brings a good comparison real quick um bitcoin was the first you know created in 2008 um and you can look at it like myspace okay okay and then you have new ones coming in like Ethereum that you can look at like Facebook, you know, better, faster, more people interested in it. Um, but MySpace was obviously like the first big one. And so um, in the Dominated crypto... for a long time, right? Yeah. yeah. And then uh, in the crypto scene, Bitcoin is pretty much gold. Um, and then everything else is like you know, silver, you know, other, other goods and commodities like that. That's okay, a good way so to compare Bitcoin to the other cryptocurrencies. I like that. I like that. But I've, you've done it. Uh, you've, you've compared it a couple different ways now. I started with, you know, the stocks, thinking of it from that perspective, social media, gold. All right. So if I'm looking at this just plain Jane right now, hmm. what is, what's the S&P 500 from a stock perspective? From a gold perspective, what is the actual quantity of how much either Bitcoin or Ethereum or whatever, how do I know how much there actually is? How do I know? Because uh, that's, that's what it's is, based on, right? There's only so much of it. Yeah, well, Bitcoin's finite. So it's got, the max it'll have is, I think, 21 million. Okay. Um, but then ones like Ethereum are infinite. Um, same with Dogecoin. So huh. uh, they can be infinitely printed just like the US dollar can. And that's kind of the idea behind that. Um, but with you know gold, there's only a finite amount of gold. Okay, so Bitcoin can only be mined a finite amount. So that's kind of how it gets its value is it's not going to be inflated over time, whereas Ethereum may. Gotcha. Because it's infinitely okay. printed. I didn't know that. That's so now I'm actually. jumping all the way around. Hold on, I'm jumping. <laughs> yeah. I'm jumping all the way around. But now, like I'm so curious. Like this is so fascinating to me. So all right, if we talk through, you know, you're saying like Ethereum, right? I'm just going to use that one because you said that one's basically infinite. They can continue to make mm. that. 
who continues to make that? Like, who controls that? Is there, I mean, because one of the big caveats to this is it's not really regulated, right? It's not really, you know, controlled by any central person or persons. Or bank. Yet it kind of sounds like yes. it is if you can continue to make it. Who's making it? How is, the, how is that not regulated if there's somebody making it? So, yes, it's decentralized. Um, the people who are in charge of it are all the nodes and when I say nodes, that's basically all the computers that are mining Ethereum. They're the ones that control Ethereum. They all have to agree on the same thing. Okay. Um, so Vitalik, the creator of Ethereum, he does not have control of Ethereum. Um, he can do updates. Is that that weird that looking be, dude with the big old forehead? Yes. Yeah, he I is not very, okay. he's very weird. But yeah, he does not have control of Ethereum. It's the millions of computers that are mining Ethereum that have the control. All right, so let's let's do a little bit more explaining before we go into the the specifics of it. So you said it's Bitcoin started in 2008. From everything I kind of read, it was kind of born out of that 2008 recession when the big banks mm-hmm. started bailing out companies left and right, and there was a lot of distrust among the little guy because the little guy got screwed, right? Mortgage mortgages tank and everything, and so then all of a sudden there's this concept of a of a bankless, of a decentralized currency that wouldn't fluctuate like that. Is that, mm. is that pretty accurate from what you understand? That, that was Satoshi's like, main idea, was a trustless currency that it didn't rely on the government giving it value or a bank. Now, Satoshi um, Nakamoto, is this, yes. this is the founder of Bitcoin. This is not yes. a real person. That's not a real name, though, right? So It's an Satoshi, anonymous? He's anonymous. No oh, one knows who he is. There you go. Um, <laughs> So he could be one person. He could be a group of people. He could be all of us. Um, he could be Q. Could he have been Q? He could have been Q. <laughs> it all connects. Um, it all connects. It all connects. Who, Sorry. Who, who I think it is, I don't think it's Elon Musk. Okay. That, that's a big theory right now is it's Elon Musk. But I think it's, I, I agree with Vitalik. He believes it's a guy named Hal Finley who passed away in 2014. Okay. Which would explain why Tato, uh, Satoshi has not sold any Bitcoin even though he's sitting on like $20 billion worth of Bitcoin. Good Lord. Think um, about that estate. What, where, where, where are we talking about? What country? Um, it's crypto's most popular in China, but, but the where, would, where would the founder China be? Just banned it. Well, we don't Didn't know. China just banned <laughs> cryptocurrency. We're, we're get Yeah. Yeah. We're, let's get into regulation in a second, but I'm, I'm, my legal brain's going off. I'm like his estate has control of well, his. So here's the other thing about Bitcoin though, right? Is like, you have to have like your own certain password and keys and mm-hmm. all this kind of crap if he died and didn't like give anybody access to that they just lost 20 billion or whatever it was in bitcoin like just gone exactly it's gone exactly so wow. yeah he passed away in 2014 um but the interesting thing is and that's why um vitalik believes it's him is because him and satoshi had the first bitcoin transaction between each other that was the very first bitcoin transaction was between them two oh, and um so cool. yeah everyone has you can get a virtual wallet to keep your cryptocurrency in. And so his, how is that different from my Apple wallet? Yeah, so it's a, it's a hash number that requires a password to get into, and you have to have both to access it. And then you know there's two-step factors that you can do to prevent people from guessing your password and stuff like that. Like, um, Fascinating. You know, it's unbelievable. This <laughs> like, is so yeah, cool dude, to me. This is so cool. Doing the There's re- a ton that go into it. Um, but like I said, the people who mine the Ethereum and the Bitcoin, 
they are seeing everyone's hashes all at once, you know, make these transactions. So you can actually look up Satoshi's hash. You can't access it, but you can see that he's sitting on a ton of Bitcoin by just accessing and looking at his hash number because it's on the blockchain. Okay, so that's interesting because what I read was, was you know, anonymous and untraceable, but you're mm-hmm. saying there is a way to actually see... Yes. Are you saying if, if, the, amount that, the amount of coins that are held? Yeah, so you can see every transaction on the blockchain. Okay. If someone knows my hash address, which is a very long number, they can tell it's me. And back when Satoshi was creating Bitcoin, he was on a forum, uh, like a Bitcoin forum gotcha. back in like 2008. Gotcha. And so they were all posting their hash addresses, like sending Bitcoin to each other, it testing probably, it out. It was, so it was probably 4chan. He probably was cute. It, yeah, <laughs> it was basically like a 4chan forum. Um, and so that's how people know that it was his. We're, we're doing wild callbacks to our QAnon episodes. I'm sorry. Yeah, I love it. Um, but love this, it. Is this is crazy. So, cool. so all right, because so, there's so much, my brain's moving so fast. There's a lot. Yeah, and so I'm just trying to stay walking down this thing. I did see a Russell Brand, a little breakdown that he did on YouTube, because I guess he's got his own like channel or whatever. But he's this was his quote. He said, the dollar is somewhat faith-based as well, because it is no longer supported by a reserve like gold. Some say that the dollar is backed by the power of the gun rather than the power of gold. So I thought that was a crazy, uh, crazy concept. But in this kind of world, it is a faith-based value is what you make it, right? Yeah, exactly. So so my bell coin is super so bell coin is worth i'm a trillionaire uh, y'all don't even know hey bell bell uh, bell coin is worth about 100 listens a week on a podcast that's what it's boom i'll take it i'll take it we'll get to that 101 real quick we'll we'll, we'll go cruella on it real quick yes all right so i'm gonna have to buy that now so mining all right we've mentioned mining a lot um so i guess talk us through what mining is i have some i you know obviously my understanding of it I have that, but just can you walk us through what, what does it mean to mine like Bitcoin or a cryptocurrency? Yeah, so when you mine, let's say Bitcoin, um, you're connecting your computer to a network, which is the blockchain, and you are providing your computer's processing power to solve algorithms. And the first person that solves that algorithm finishes what's called a block, and that's a ton of Bitcoin transactions. That's how these transactions are verified is through these blocks that are being, you know, people are mining, um, which is brilliant. You're using people's processing power all over the world to, you know, run this system. To run a system. Um, You're, it's like yeah. crowd, crowdsourced, you know, verification. There's your decentralized. That's why we're considering it's it decentralized. It's server room. Yeah, there's no building. There's no Comcast. There's no Regents Bank. There's no... It's just I everywhere. I bet there is somewhere, though. I bet somebody has, like, a warehouse for well, all these things. They, they do. They do, 100%. Now, this, let's get to that in a second. Okay, so that's a pretty, we're on the same page there. <laughs> Good. Mm-hmm. Good start. I understand. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's creating this blockchain, which just exists in the cloud somewhere. You know, it's just yes. out there. Um, and then you're just building on it. So so one of these computers, what, what kind of computer are we talking about here? Yeah, can it, I run this on my Dell? Pretty much... Yeah. yeah, pretty pretty much your computer without the the screen and the keyboard. It's just it's got the processor, the graphics card, and everything. And okay, it's but just, how do I uh, know then? How do I know what it's doing? I could just, um, so you know Elon Musk called this a hustle, and I feel like you're hustling me right now, talking about some mining equipment <laughs> that I could just throw under my desk and not worry about it. Yeah, so you, you can you can see um, 
like when you connect to the network, obviously you need an external computer to connect all your mining rigs to it. Um, and you can see it working. Um, one popular thing that people do is mining pools. So like, Van, if you wanted to start mining crypto, you can't spend $10 million on a giant warehouse mining rig, you know? But people have so done that, correct? You, yes, they have. And okay. they make a lot of money. Yes. <laughs> so, so, okay, come back to the pool. So you're right. Yeah, so... I don't have $10 million. Yeah, so you could even hook up your computer you're on now to this mining pool. It's going to use all your processing data, gotcha. but it's going to generate Bitcoin over time for you. It's going to be a very little amount, but this pool is a ton of computers all over the world trying to solve the algorithm together. So you're competing against like the Chinese warehouses and stuff like that. Okay, so we've been talking about like I can use my computer or people can, you know, I'm sure rich billionaires out there like we're talking about have these warehouses full of servers. Elon Musk has Tesla just filled up. Yeah, (laughs) just banks and just cranking. Um, One of our mutual friends, Josh McKenzie from back at the Hilton. I, every week I always text out like, Hey, do you have any thoughts or any questions or comments on this? She said that she, (laughs) she has recently purchased a Bobcat helium miner miner Mm -hmm. and she's waiting for it to show up at the house. She said that there was one, one of her like neighbors, a couple miles, a couple blocks down the street or something. They already had one. And, uh, she said they made $2,300 mining, uh, he, uh, no, is it Ethereum? I'm sorry. No, it's uh, helium. It's a H and T. Yeah. Which sure. is whatever. I'm talking about things that I really Ethereum know nothing watching. about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. So anyway, like we do every week. So she said they made $2,300 in 30 days, like over the last 30 days. Is that possible? Is, is that? Is I mean, that apparently it is. Or is that real? Um, you know, I've I've done very little research on the helium miners. Okay. Because I've seen them; they're popular right now. But um, I think your results would would vary a little bit. I also or, saw when I was doing my research on this. I also saw that on some other ones that are different from the Bobcat or whatever the helium is here, they're like back ordered, and there's like a hundred thousand orders. So the other thing wow. is like once the market floods with those, it's mm. gonna be like it's gonna be like when Uber first started. I know this, we're putting it in very small like hospitality terms, but like when Uber started, you could be an Uber driver and make like twenty five dollars an hour, and then once there were a hundred and fifty other Uber drivers every day, you could only make like eight dollars an hour. So I'm assuming it would be like that. Does that? I mean, you said you don't. You said you haven't yeah, done that, a ton that, of research, but I would assume it. that's gonna be what happens. It's just gonna get oversaturated, right? Yes. Exactly. But the more, the more the, people trying to mine it means the less people are who are going to win the exact win the, the, win the race. Yes. We've got computer races going on. I mean, seriously, Skynet, we're, we're there, right? We're pretty mm-hmm. close. <laughs> I mean, we gotta be like joking aside. <laughs> so, all right. So hold on in my mind, right? Let's, let's back this up and define mining. All right. Cause I'm thinking like gold mining. I'm out there trying to hunt for gold. I'm out there trying to hunt for Bitcoin. Is that literally what these things are doing that you said they're solving these puzzles, right? And it's, it's competing with these other nodes and kind of bouncing back and forth. What have you, it solves a puzzle and it gets a Bitcoin. How, where, what, what's, what's yes. happening? How, how, so how it's that, the coin. that is the, literally how it works. The way I understand yes. it is the coin, whoever the, like the coin that they're mining for, they get a kickback basically. Thank you for doing work for us. Here is a coin or half a coin or whatever. You know, is that does that make is that it, Josh? It's pretty much it. Okay. Um, the money they the Bitcoin they get comes from all those transactions that are in that block. Oh, which, so they're like getting a cut. Yes, exactly. Ooh. Which right now I think it's 
6.25 Bitcoin per block, which is a lot of a lot of money. Um, but again, most of the people solving these algorithms are in these mining pools or they're in these giant warehouses. Um, mining so the Bitcoin. It, it fractions it down, kind of like how they've gotten to now where it's things aren't like a Bitcoin. It's like a point oh three seven six five four three two one of a Bitcoin. If you're in the mining pools, yes. If it's your okay. own system, like the warehouses, you get the whole thing. If it solves it. Good Lord. Yeah, it, it's it's a weird thing to think about, like so, what solving an algorithm, like what? Um, but that's just that's just how they created it, and it's worked since. This is a wild concept. I mean, you your crowd again, you're crowdsourcing mm-hmm. the computing power to run a currency across the globe. That pretty much it. It crosses it. all. Does it cross all nation lines? I don't want to go into regulation just yet, but for the most part, I mean, it's. It, it is a global currency. It's a global yes. currency. Okay. Well, one one question. I don't know if we can talk about this or not, but the, the tax implications of that. So, like, let's say I buy one of these. Let's say I go out and buy ten rigs, and next thing I know, I've got ten thousand dollars coming in every month from mining cryptocurrency. Like, what what's the government taking? Do you have any idea about this, or no? So. This is all satire, okay? Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, that Bitcoin will be sent to your wallet, okay? okay? Which is just a wallet on your computer, or it could be on, like, trustwallet.com. Um, it's just a wallet, okay? Gotcha. It's not been reported to the IRS at all. Once you send that Bitcoin to Coinbase or Cash App or something that's U.S.-based, it'll be reported to the IRS. Gotcha. So... So what you can do and what people do is they will mine Bitcoin or they will send Bitcoin to like an exchange, like an overseas exchange that does not report to the IRS. This is a Swedish bank account. That's all this is right now. This (laughs) is a Swedish bank account. That's that's what you were describing to me. Keep going. Keep going. They'll send like a hundred grand to an overseas exchange, turn it into a million and then send it back to their wallet in Bitcoin. And they're sitting on a million dollars that's not reported to the IRS. Good and Lord. That is a And this is why we can't reason. pass infrastructure. For, like this, this is why. This is why we have no infrastructure reform. <laughs> <laughs> this is why they want to regulate it so bad. So, okay, it's just all so the let's, money. Let's, well, let's skip to that. So let's regulation. So that's coming, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got the U.S. is looking into it. They're having... Senate hearings and all kinds of stuff going on. And then the the one that I was looking up, you talked about Vitalik. Is that his name? Vitalik. He's like yeah. the biggest celebrity they said in Ethereum. He created the Ethereum blockchain and all that stuff. The, I think I can't remember what 60 minutes or whoever it was I was watching. They said that, you know, Russia is like courting him big time because they're looking at ways that they can utilize and integrate this currency as opposed to other countries like the United States. They're trying to regulate it and kind of put it in a box this seems like a big thing to put in a box. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So definitely. What do you know? Anything? What are your What are your thoughts on that? I'm not familiar with like the Putin and Russian stuff. Yeah. But yeah, um, you know the government wants to get their taxes. Any government, whether it's the U.S. or China, um, and they're gonna try their best to get it. But there's always gonna be workarounds, and so they're always gonna keep pushing more regulations until I don't know, there's a middle ground or something with the anonymity of it though. Like how do you, uh, that's, that's where I'm just like, exactly. Relaxed, right. Like you said, you know, you, if you know like their specific hash key, but it's a 256 bit key generally. Right. So, I mean, mm-hmm. th- it's what two to the 
basically 256th power. Like it's it's infinite. We, You're not gonna find it. And we like, talk it's insanity. Yeah, we talk so often on here about how the law always has to catch up to technology, but this seems like a tech that is light years ahead. <laughs> this isn't this isn't the iPod. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not like the law trying to catch up to like digital music, which is something that I'm passionate about. This is like. I couldn't imagine a government trying to put together a a squad of like tech geniuses to try to regulate this because they're all, the tech guys are going to make so much more money in the private sector <laughs> working in this. You know what I'm saying? What? Yeah, yeah but look, I mean, sure. uh, no, it it doesn't make sense. But this is where the volatility of it kind of perplexes me, right? Because you look at somebody like China who just came out and said, "Hey, we're not going to accept Bitcoin anywhere. It's banned." And you know, you've already said that it's probably one of the biggest places that it is. I'm sure it's still getting used because everything in China is banned and they still continue to use everything anyway. But, you know, like if, if the U.S. came out and said, hey, we're banning it, you know, usually we're the, the global leader. If we ban it or which we wouldn't, but say we did say we just flat out said, hey, it's banned. What would that do? And in, in your would that kill Bitcoin? Like, would that kill cryptocurrency? I think in the short term, yes, it would drop a significant amount. Um but I don't think we're the big dogs in this. I think China and even Russia might be bigger than us when it comes to cryptocurrency. Um, so, yeah, try as they might. I, I don't see cryptocurrency going away. I also I don't see the U.S. dollar going away. I think they will coexist. Um, and they'll just be alternatives to each other. That's an interesting question that did not get asked by anybody, but a, a great one. So you do think that there, there will be a world where they coexist? So, yes. so big banks still exist, and yet there's also a way to trade and barter and buy a Big Mac at McDonald's with, with <laughs> cryptocurrency. I, I would say yes. Wow. Um, and if it's again, if it's based in the U.S., if you do a transaction in the U.S. that reports to the IRS, they'll still get their money. They'll still get their taxes. Um, and then also, the um, Federal Reserve is looking at making a digital coin sometime this summer. Have y'all seen that? I, uh, I that went that. right over my head. I missed that one. I'll have to look into that. Okay. Um, th- there's no information on it yet, but the Federal Reserve came out and said this summer they will release a paper on a digital currency they're working on. What? Which will okay. probably be like just a stable coin of the U.S. dollar. But That sounds more like integration than regulation, in my opinion. It, it does. It does. So, so I might have just bun- missed that. So There's a bunch of noise right now. Yeah. And okay. So... Okay, let's, while we're on that, there is a bunch of noise. It's everywhere. Because, Mm. I mean, if Corey and I are talking about this and we're two, like, over 30, we're over 30-year-olds and we don't know anything (laughs) about this, then clearly it's, it's, it's in the mainstream media a little bit more than it has been, right? So, who was it? It was Evan. Evan brought up a bunch of questions. He said, um, how important is it? And I, I want to, well, we can tie this into trading. He's got a ton of questions. Let's just, I'm going to throw them all out there at once. How important is it to follow the news as far as trading crypto? Um, how much do you follow the news um, regarding crypto? Where are you getting your news? Is the media, media forcing a narrative on crypto? Do you use Reddit? Um, is, how much does Reddit affect actual buying and selling? So a lot of ideas there, but how do you make your decisions on, on trading crypto? I do follow the news. Um, I get most of my news from Twitter. <laughs> it, it seems to be the fastest sometimes. I've seen some of your tweets. Um, They're very, they look very intelligent. Oh, thanks. So there's a couple 
Twitter accounts I follow that do um, global news, which is very relevant to cryptocurrency. Um, I've got Elon Musk's tweet on um, notifications. There you go. <laughs> um, because I, I hate to say that he has a big influence on cryptocurrency, but he does. And that sucks right now. And that kind of shows how we're still in the early stages of cryptocurrency, where one man can tweet and Bitcoin drops you know, 10%, you know? That's substantial. Yes. Um, and then as far as uh, Reddit, I do not use Reddit. Um, I did when I first started trading. Uh, there's a bunch of good Reddits out there that can teach you trading methods and just uh, trading terminology and stuff like that. But right now, I, I hardly get on Reddit. So is this, this is like the, you know, Twitter and the news and, and everything else, do you think that's more prevalent for somebody maybe like yourself who does more day trading or somebody who's just basically the set it and forget it? Do they, do they need to really watch it that much? Um, if you're going to set it and forget it, I would set it and forget it. I would not even look at it. Um, I would personally, if I was like my long-term investments, I try to time the market a little bit, which no one can perfectly time it. But when Bitcoin was at like, 60k okay i sold off about half of my long-term portfolio because it was looking like it was going to go down um wasn't wasn't confirmed but it was looking like it so that was a good move by me um but typically if you're going to set it and forget it just do it long term bitcoin could be a hundred thousand plus it could go back down to ten thousand dollars you don't know but this is part cost per one bitcoin Yes, yeah, cost per one Bitcoin. Now, right now, it's like uh, thirty six thousand, um, but which, I, which is a lot. So, but I was looking at a graph of it. So, in two thousand eleven, it was about a it's about one dollar per Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Two thousand fifteen was three hundred. Two thousand nineteen was six thousand dollars per Bitcoin, and then in twenty twenty one, it hit seventy thousand. And then you just said it's down to thirty six. Yes. Holy cow! So. Think of it like when in 2017 it went up to 20 grand, you know? Yeah. Everyone was like, oh, it's taken off, blah, 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 blah. But there was really nothing, there was really nothing holding it up. So it just fell right back down. Crypto has become so mainstream, even in the last year, that I I don't see it going back down. Um, Like to the bottom. It may level out, but not like to the floor, like back to a dollar <laughs> yes so and is this if i due, may i've yo go ahead is this due to people using it to like actual real world applications of it or um, what, what's the point of that? what do you mean like i'm i mean i could be wrong the way i understand it so more transactions more actual like consumer peer-to-peer transactions and people using it as a currency as opposed to just this idea of this magical thing does that it's, give it more legitimacy I would say it's 50% business, uh, held up by business, you know, all these Fortune 500 companies investing into it. Um, Gotcha. More and more in places accepting Bitcoin as payments. And then I'd say the other 50% is speculation, just the future, the potential. That's 50% right there. That's a lot. (laughs) It is. That's a lot based on speculation. So speaking of that, then, so if, I, if I'm going in there, and obviously, you know, we said Bitcoin's kind of like the MySpace. It's, it's, it's hot. It's, you know, it's the new hotness, but it's probably going to level out. Ethereum mm-hmm. looks more like a Facebook. It's probably got your longevity play if you really want to do like an S&P 500 type of investment. What 
then like how do, how how can I find Instagram? How can I find you know Twitter? How can I find? There's so many different variations, different coins. How do you how do you value one? That's a great question. Um, it mostly comes down to like market cap and what what the projects are, what they're doing. Um, so basically, Bitcoin very slow. Um, it works. It's just mostly a place to store your money. Okay. Ethereum comes in way faster, more transactions per second, um, infinite supply, like, or like I said earlier and whatever that means for it. Um, and then you have things like polygon that come in and they build on top of Ethereum. So polygon, um, the coin is called Matic M A T I C. It's, I think it's fourth in market cap right now, there's a ton of money being poured into it right now. And it's basically just take Ethereum and then add on to it. So I guess in this case, it could be like the Instagram, you know, built off of Facebook and different features, stuff like that. So that's roughly how many different kinds are there right now? I don't expect you to know that approximate cryptocurrencies. Yeah. Uh, Like probably three to 4,000. And then that's not to mention Bitcoin's coming. Bellcoin, hey, there it is. You, yep. you, you forgot that, about Bellcoin. That doesn't take into all the meme coins and like anybody can make a cryptocurrency. Um, I'd say legitimately, there's a thousand to three thousand legitimate coins. Wow. So how do you choose? Because Evan, Evan's other question on here was: Is it better to choose the coin based off like just the coolness of the coin, or just randomly pick a name? <laughs> he's, so he's the guy picking I, the football team based off of like their color scheme. Yeah. <laughs> I, I try to follow the money. Um, there's a ton of coins out there that, that are the exact same that might die out in the future. I think, me personally, I think the future, there'll be five to ten coins that will be the big players. And that's what you want to have your money in to do transactions and business and all that. And then there will continue to be small coins that, you know, no one worries about. Like a business could use their own coin and blockchain to do business on that no one's going to buy, you know? Hmm. Um, so just follow the money. Um, like you heard of Binance? No. Binance, it's a global exchange for crypto. And they have a coin. It's called BNB. And that's going to keep going up the bigger Binance gets. So that's a, that's a legitimate, that's like buying a stock in a company pretty much. Um, so look for things like that, that have real value. Um, and again, follow the money. That's the big thing. So if we look at that in in that kind of comparison, right? So investing in stock is something that I understand, right? That's, Mm -hmm. that's, that's I'm business minded, right? Like that's, that's it. But this is a whole new entrepreneurial like way to go about it. And it's, it's, like I said, it's fascinating to me if I'm thinking of it that way. And obviously you look back in, in 08 and you know how the how the bubble burst, right? And it was more the housing market mm-hmm. that caused that. But what's, I mean, what's the bubble here? Like, what's preventing it from busting? Is it going to bust? It's a great question, Corey. I don't know. That's what I'm here to do. <laughs> no one knows. Um, it's. I think there's. I think crypto is way too hot right now for it to be in a bubble. Um, I think it's got a future ahead of it. I don't know what that future is. But I don't see it leaving anytime soon. Um, have you guys seen the movie The Big Short? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, love it. Great Christian movie. Bale. Yep. All them. Yeah. Great so, movie. 
So no didn't one that saw guy, it like coming. the real life dude. Like he invested heavy into into crypto, didn't he? Yeah, like one point something billion. Yeah, of, of hedge fund money that he invested yeah. into. Did he really? Yeah. Like he, wow. Very ballsy move, but it it paid. Um, I, I don't think if it's in a bubble, if it gets into a bubble, no one's going to see it coming. It's going to be one of those things that just happens. Um, Yikes. It, it's like the it's like the dot com bubble. Back in like what two thousand one? That's perfect because that's that's something yes. that nobody really knows, right? Like that's mm. continue. Great example. So so the Nasdaq went from like I forget the numbers exactly. It went from like two thousand dollars to like eight thousand in like less than a month. It's insane because everyone was pouring all this money into internet companies because you know, internet was the next big thing, and then it all came crashing down because you know people sold, um, and then. People freaked out and started selling, panic selling. And then you look at the NASDAQ today and it's like 15 grand. And everybody's freaking out back then when it was like three, four grand, you know? So, what if somebody like Elon Musk, you know, like he's already coming out and he's, like you said, he, he can tweet something and it affects it 10% or whatever it was, you know, especially with Doge because the Doge father, right? <laughs> you know, he, he dropped that thing 40% after his SNL little, that's ah, all a hustle, whatever, it's fine. You know, like just that off the cuff comment, you know, what if he just drastically sold out just a ton of, of Bitcoin or crypto, whatever he's invested in? I mean, would something like that potentially crash it? If Tesla sold all their Bitcoin, it would drop Bitcoin maybe 500 bucks. Dang. They've got like a billion invested yeah. in it when the market cap a, is a trillion. So and I, their think, I think news, <laughs> news wise. They invested solely to cover up losses on their, on their P&L statement over a quarter. I, I was like, that was, I mean, it, it, it's probably going to pay off for them. But it was purely a PNL move at the time. It wasn't an investment it was. strategy. It, it that was. was it was crazy. Yeah, They're he, smart. They are so smart. Clever. Yes. <laughs> so smart. Clever. All these weird Clever. guys Clever like Vitalik and Elon. They're so smart. <laughs> it's like that's what I like. How, this dude was what? Would you say Van twenty one when he made this thing? Yeah, like twenty one years old. How I, I can't think in that realm. And I, I like to think of myself as a pretty smart dude. I can't think in that realm. Like that's that's insanity to me, it's pure insanity. I don't so, have the creativeness. I'm not creative enough for that. Yeah, Vitalik pretty much built Ethereum as a project. His idea was, I'm just going to work on this on the side and tell people on the Bitcoin forum, hey, check this out. And now he's worth a billion dollars. Like what? What are you even doing with your life if you're not doing that? You know what I'm saying? He's a year older than me. Like, <laughs> It's, crazy. A, it's an absolute, we're starting a production empire right now. We're just going to start pushing it out there and we're just going to, it, it'll yeah. catch on. No, we're way behind already if that's where we're <laughs> shooting for. So it's, it's an absolutely, I mean, we're light years. They say the future is now you hear that all the time. You know, you probably heard that 20 years ago. Somebody said it 60 years ago. I'm when I was doing the research on this, I'm thinking to myself the the future is now we're, we're well beyond where I thought was possible because then you think about, okay, so what other applications could they apply this like technology to and this idea? And, you know, you can kind of see, you could see it coming, like I said, the 2008 recession and then just how, how it all kind of built on that. But what do you think about the future? So I think we've touched on a little bit, but you think, you think that they're, we're not going totally cashless. 
because that that's a, you hear that a lot are we going to go to a cashless society covid was big because now businesses are turning away cash and now you've got this alternative where you can just hold up your phone and they're already used to using their apple card or you know so you still you you firmly believe cash will will survive I do, Possibly. Um, but Maybe. I will say, give us a percentage. Corey loves percentages. Well, I will, I and then will he'll say, try to change you. <laughs> um, how many? What percentage of transactions do you think are digital right now? Eighty. I like this. I like this question. Uh, no, maybe, still no, say it. no, maybe more. It's it's got to be ninety percent or still. It's got to be ninety. Like, there's probably only like ten percent. Yeah, there's still probably only ten percent. Are are like with with at a, I'm thinking about a restaurant every single day. If you pull out cash, you're the weird one. You are the it's, you're like it, you're that I mean, guy. That's paying no cash. one, no one, no one does cash. No, it's I, I don't even have cash on me. It's ninety nine percent. Okay, well, yeah, I'm about to say it's got to be ridiculous. Yes. So, yeah, we we are in the future. We uh, are. We are here. Um, as and, far as cryptocurrency, what it's going to be used for? What's it going to be worth? I don't know. I, I just day trade it, you know, but. I personally believe it'll be side by side with fiat money and it'll just be an alternative for you to use without, you don't have to give any specifics. This is probably a question that's too far. I was just, you you lost your 11 grand. How, how are you doing now? I'm doing, I'm doing good. Doing good. All right. Well, nothing crazy, but I've, Paid off my car, paid off student loans, stuff like that. So you've got income. Dude, that's pretty good. Okay, that's that's so, pretty uh, damn good. This, this brings me to a question because I saw a, a, one of those YouTubers, you know, with the flashy, like boom pow, like the big, like, you know, flashy videos and everything. He said he became a millionaire and he knew the moment that he became a millionaire because Bitcoin hit a certain number or whatever. And he saw a million dollars in his, in his Bitcoin account or whatever. But it's not really a millionaire. It's just sitting there. Mm. And I'm sure that million dollars was not a million dollars after the recent drop, you know what I'm saying? So True. what do you keep like, especially in the crypto world, are you, do you ha- always have like, how much do you keep in there? When do you know to pull out money? You talked, we talked about taxes a little bit before. So obviously you, you're, you're making consistent positive, you're making income, but mm. like, how do you maneuver that? So I, I use, or are you just buying groceries in Bitcoin? <laughs> So satire, okay? This is satire. Okay, again, satire. Just kind of make sure. I use an overseas exchange to trade crypto. Um, You can use a U.S.-based exchange, like there's Binance U.S., there's FTX U.S., but they suck. There's like 10 coins you can trade from. Um, So I use an overseas one, and I keep about about 20% to 30% of my money in my long-term portfolio. Okay. Because that's how much that's how much I believe in it. Um, that changes every day, whether I think the market's going to go up or down. Um, and then, of course, I do little side. You can call them side bets, you know, um, during. But when I'm ready to pay myself, I just send it to Coinbase and send it to my bank, and then I'll pay taxes on that next year. Mm. Wow, that's crazy, man. Corey? That's awesome. That's really cool. That's really cool. Uh, so the, the latest trend, I think that's kind of come out of it and I hit on it right at the beginning, but my curiosity has peaked yet again for it. We've got crypto, we've got a future here. I think, uh, I think you've laid out a pretty good case here to, you know, kind of look maybe at Ethereum or or different, different avenues, uh, down that, down that line. But what about NFTs? How are, those are different, right? Those those are not crypto. (laughs) These, what are NFTs? These videos were the wildest ones. So I got first introduced to NFTs with the NBA 
Because they started selling them or something as players. It's like a stuff. meme. It's a meme you can like patent and then sell. I, I don't do you, know how it works. What, Josh, what do you know about NFTs and what the hell is going on there? <laughs> I, I have no clue. <laughs> okay. Um, I th- actually think you're so, better. You're a better person for it, maybe, but maybe not. Maybe so, hey, hey, maybe you're missing out. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I've not fully so bought into real. the. I've not fully bought into the whole NFT idea yet. Um, it's basically most NFTs use Ethereum, okay? So Ethereum, right. you can send Ethereum coin, but you can also send data files. And NFTs are one of those data files. And so they can have art on them. They can have music on them. They can have cats on them. I don't, I don't know. There was some um, weird, hey, there was some weird stuff out there I saw. I, I saw a hip-hop, a world star hip-hop chain sell for $200,000. A virtual what? chain like what well i saw there was some crazy one that was like something got sold for like two million or something and it was just a bunch of like superheroes and stuff i was like what yeah there there was one that sold for i think sixty six million six hundred sixty six thousand or something and this is in like, bitcoin though right or in, in, in it was ethereum i believe crypto yes. wow okay i, so I think he, is this kind of what it is then is it it's almost like it's your it's not necessarily your signature chain right but there is to an extent there's only one of these things made and basically if you claim it first as your data file that's the only one there is yes is that kind exactly. of it so, and then so it's like oh well i want that like yeah, that picture so it's like of owning the original mona lisa but it, but it's okay. not but it, it's, it's a, but it's, it's effing cats file, it's like cats though. hey listen we, if you assign yeah. value so, to it if you assign value to it and they, people believe in that value. That's I mean, that's the whole reason cryptocurrency even exists now. The, it's people have assigned a value to it. The NFTs got Too compared sure. to baseball cards a lot because it's like it's just a piece of paper. But if and people, baseball cards are people, flying off the shelf right now. For Pokemon, thousands of Pokemon dollars. cards too. Right Pokemon now, right? cards are back, dude. I mean, every all I that still haven't. Back. I still haven't gone through our old ones though. I I still have three books full up there, <laughs> up in the up in the closet. I need to pull those down. I need to do that like right now, actually. I'll do that after I mean, this. While it's on the mind, while it's fresh. <laughs> but I guess, yeah, it's just a, an assigned value of, you know, uniqueness. I, I don't know. Cats? Yeah, so, cats and so chains you, and superheroes? I don't know. So you have the, the original, pretty much, of whatever it is. Um, but then let's talk about, like, music, you know? An artist can have the original music but can sell replicants of it to fans using Ethereum. And so that that's a real life you know, example of how it can be used. Gotcha. Um, but I'm not I'm what not fully bought like, into the art yet. So, what about like all these? So you know we've got a couple different football players who have now like heavily invested. What was it? The Panthers uh, offensive lineman like his entire contracts. The, the, the team paid him in crypto currency. Yeah, smart yeah. man. And they, I think they they paid him like eight million dollars. And then over the weekend, I think it was something in the span of like five days to turn into 12. Something, something crazy like that. Crazy. That's crazy, man. That guy just insanity to me. How do you do That's that? Awesome. Though? Like, hey, NFL, can you pay me in crypto? How would, a, how would, the, how would the NFL go figure that out? Apparently they did. I, I guess they would just buy it and send it to his wallet. I don't know. <laughs> how did your company start investing in your 401k? I mean, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. They figure it out. They'll figure it out to get a good athlete or a good, uh, you know, a good employee. They'll figure it yeah. out. That's and crazy, that man. Was, that was fascinating. This is, this is a wild, wild world. What's up, Josh? 
So if I may, yeah, I can give some speculative prices of Please. what I think things. You're not be. a financial advisor, Please. but just I am not a financial advisor. This is all my personal opinion. Okay. The way I have my technicals on my chart right now is I see Bitcoin going back to its all-time highs uh, later this summer. I think th there's a couple scenarios. Either we tank and it's worth nothing. That's not going to happen. Um, we either mellow out for a little bit and then go back up slowly, but I don't think that's going to happen either. I think we're going to I think we're going to see a sudden surge in price sometime this summer. Okay. Um, okay. I think probably like July, August and then end of year I, I think Bitcoin's going to hit 80 to 100. That's just me. Wow. Um, and, and fundamentally, it makes sense. That'll be roughly two to three trillion invested in it. Um, the, at the peak of the market, there was two trillion invested in all of crypto. So if there can be two, bill, two trillion, my bad, invested in all of crypto, there could definitely be two trillion invested in all of Bitcoin, in my opinion. So something I didn't actually put on here, which is silly on our outline here. Okay. So if one was to want to get involved, what applications would they use? Cause there's been a lot of talk about Robin hood and yeah, don't, don't get use Robin hood. right now. It's going to happen <laughs> don't right now. <laughs> don't do don't it. Use Robin, use Robin hood. When you buy cryptocurrency on Robin hood, you do not own it. Robin hood owns it. So I think I, I would do like Robin Coinbase hood. or something like that before. So something like that, maybe. If you want to buy and hold, like an entry level um, buy and hold, what would you do? Coinbase, Coinbase is great. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> no free shout outs there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sponsor us. <laughs> Pay me. Pay me in Bitcoin. <laughs> Let's go. Um, you can even do Cash App and Venmo now. You can buy Bitcoin and just let it sit there. Um, okay. If you want to invest in these smaller uh, cryptocurrencies, uh, you could look into like Pancake Swap and how to set all that up. It's not very complex. Just watch dirty. a YouTube video that on it. That sounds so dirty. Yikes. It, it, it's weird. Um, but <laughs> just look up how to do that on YouTube, and you can follow along and uh, just do research. So you can, you can look up uh, top 10 uh, cryptos to invest in and you know do due diligence and check a few articles, ask people around. Um, uh, you know so yeah just do your research it's like buying a tv but it, instead you're buying like into a new digital currency that might change the face of the global economy you know what i'm saying That's it's just you know just a small yes <laughs> just, and you can make hey, some money on it hey and no big no, money, no yes. big deal no big deal um any closing thoughts no this fantastic. was a wild ride this was a this was one of my favorite episodes just because the topic is 100 percent. what there, there there's a lot to it um do you have any questions about like certain coins like Dogecoin or anything like that? Actually, yeah, let's let's go to the moon here. Um, so Doge, what's what it even at right now? Because it dropped to like uh, 30 something cents. cents. Yeah, okay. 34. Wasn't it up at like seventy? So it's like it's only cut in half since that so, SNL appearance. Uh, Van. Hey Josh, that's on what, Twitter. That's my did name. you <laughs> did you see on Twitter when I called the top of Doge? No, I tweeted out take profit on doge and then like 10 minutes later it dropped 10 cents and then it dropped to like 40 cents so so the man is saying invest in bitcoin now you better <laughs> invest in bitcoin now so let's let's look real real quick dogecoin's at 37 cents its market cap is 48 billion okay which insane 48 billion in a meme coin what um so i realistically 
when the market recovers, I could see Doge hitting a dollar. Um, that's not far fetched. That would be about that'd be a hundred and thirty billion invested in it, which at its peak it was about eighty billion. So it's not too far fetched. I think if Elon Musk can implement it some way somehow, I know he's like sending a spaceship to Mars, paid by Dogecoin or something, which is silly, but uh, that's something, you know. Um, so Dogecoin started out as a meme, but now it's actually got some value to it. So let's see what happens. That's so crazy. It's so wild. That is so wild. I don't even, where are we? I I don't know. (laughs) We're on Elon Musk's world. That's where we are. Yeah. I don't really have any other specific questions. So I don't know what we're doing, but did we miss anything that you're like passionate about that you like? I mean, it sounds like you're filling in the gaps for us, but Uh, I would say, I would say one thing, look up market cap when you buy something whether it's a stock or a cryptocurrency you don't want to focus on the price you want to focus on market cap see how much money is invested into it so for example shiba coin you know that one no i've heard it but i don't really know it don't buy it it's a scam okay um they intentionally make the price so low because there's there's one quadrillion shiba coin okay you made a and so right even there. though the market cap of Shiba coin <laughs> might be like 20 billion, the price is going to be like 0.00001 cents. And so that's going okay. to entice people to put money into it. And then what they do is they rug pull it and you're basically donating to a billionaire. Like so uh, this, Vitalik. Ouch. This goes into the regulation conversation, right? Because early days of the stock market, when you had the pump and dump schemes and everything else going on, now you have those exact same schemes going on with with crypto. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, like what, you know, I I think, yeah, I'm excited about it a little bit after our conversation here. But could you warn of some of the dangers and some of the different avenues that you see, you know, especially trading it that you kind of have to look out for at least be mindful of? Um, if you see it on TikTok, it's probably too late. So don't buy it. <laughs> All right, um, I'm glad we got a TikTok now, just, just always do your own research. Don't just go off based on what I say or what Google says. You know, just um, get a ton of opinions. Look at the fundamentals of things. So, like, um, CoinMarketCap.com is a great way to look at its market cap, its max supply, uh, what it does. You know, all sorts of stuff. Um, and, and yeah, and then if you want to talk about real quick the dangers of crypto maybe um, in the world, um, like terrorism, um, we just saw the um, oil supply in the East Coast go down because hackers hacked into the uh, oil rig or whatever and then demanded $5 million in Bitcoin being paid. And that is untraceable. They're going to send it to some wallet, or they already paid them now, but they're going to send it to some wallet, which they're going to send to another wallet, and then another wallet, then maybe like an exchange, and then to a wallet, and it's going to be untraceable. And um, Whoa. I, so that's a danger right there. That sounds like a huge danger. Yeah, and then what about like EMP attacks, you know? When you have physical gold or silver, and let's say the power grid's down for a couple months, you know, what are you, how are you going to access your money? That's, that's that's talking. Oh, that's that's talking like, interesting. That's why. Makes me think was that like Ocean Eleven, Ocean's Twelve, when he gets that little like that little bomb thing that he puts in the back of the van and yes. like takes out the. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Or the Matrix. Either one. We, we know what an EMP is. Science fiction has that told is us so what an EMP cool. is. Okay. <laughs> but you're right. So let's say let's I didn't say, even think of that one. You know, not end of the world, but let's just say you're you're right. Like power Ooh. grid goes down, and there's there is no cash. 
People are going to riot real fast. How do you start oh, dude. trading and bartering? I mean, what do you know that we have? How, how many guns did we say are, are in America? 600 million uh, or something? Three. It was like what 400 million. Yeah, it was like 1.5 1. for every 1. person. Okay. Yeah. I can tell you how we're going to get our things when we have no cashless. We have no cash and we have no currency. Yeah. People are the going purge. to hold that gun up and say, give me that. And that's, that's how it's going to happen. Yeah, I would see I mean, that as I would see that as a danger. But we have we have so much of that already. I mean, power goes true. off. We're in trouble on a lot. If of If someone levels. looks down at their phone and sees no bars for more than like ten minutes, they're freaking out. It's true. Know? The world's over. Well, nobody they can't re- get on the Wi-Fi. It's it's over. <laughs> what, do, yeah. what do you do? This is a a much larger issue. But you are correct. Yeah. As far as the currency goes, that would be an issue. Any other dangers? I mean, you. The piracy one, that one was crazy, or the terrorism, because you're right. You know, it's not like, hey, mm-hmm. here's a bag we can pay. We'll put the blue, uh, <laughs> blue, uh, the blue dye, the like blue dye in there, yeah. the blue dye explosive in there. Yeah, that's not. I'm, I mean, smart people will figure out how to do something like that where it can be traced. I would assume at some point, but again, that's. But isn't that the? That's kind of the whole thing, though. There's no backdoor to this. Like you cannot backdoor a blockchain. Because mm-hmm. of the way that the nodes validate it, you literally can't do it. Like it's it's impossible. The only thing that you can legitimately alter is the genesis like hatch code, right? Am I correct by this? But even then, obviously, the person who made it is going to be like, "Well, that ain't right," because that ain't you know, it, it's it's pretty much impossible. Um, yeah, just other dangers. I mean, it goes back to like the regulation stuff, like tax evasion, um, money laundering. You know, if I've got ten mil in dirty money. Uh, I'm going to get some guy to put it on uh, Bitcoin for me. And then, oh, I got clean money, you know? So, oh, yeah, so that's what right they, if, oh, you, wow. if, if you go into startup, that's kind of what they go down. Uh, they create, uh, obviously, GenCoin, and then they make uh, Arachnet, which is basically a new tour, a new dark web, right? And so they, so they're trading and selling drugs online on the dark web and getting paid in GenCoin. And then like, it's just, it, you, it's non-traceable and you can obviously flush it and make it clean it's like another nothing ever happened think about think about how much the like dea and everything follows the money as far as like these online you know drug suppliers and everything oh that's gone <laughs> can we all right here's what we need to do we need to make it you know because the the whole deal of here is that it's purely transparent you can go look like you were talking about earlier you can go look at these blockchains right and these in these blocks and you can see the transactions you may not always know who's making what transaction that's what we change, right? We make it like Venmo, and then Van can send me some money with a little like pizza slice next to it. And then, I'll, okay, yeah, everybody knows Van just paying me for pizza. It's all good. There's no drugs here. It's pizza slices, guys. It's fine. Don't Somebody, ask questions. I saw some tweet that said Venmo is like the narc of all social media or something. <laughs> it's like, it tells you, you know, everything that that's going on. Man, those are some those are some hurdles that we'll that's have heavy. to get. Um, that's what I'm saying because the technology's there. Now every, everything else and how do we use it and how do we, I mean, regulate it, yeah. Corey, you're always usually about regulation. Dude, I am, and this is one of those things I do. Like, all right, I, I definitely understand the point of having this unregulated. However, there, there are some things that just kind of cross that line, you know, especially when you go into, like, the terrorism thing and drugs and you know yeah. money laundering like yeah i mean like literally you can pay a hitman this way and they would never like you know yeah. like there's a lot of stuff it's very john wick just, you know even though they had, that, they had those little coins line. at the hotel you know what i'm saying what, what was he using 
I could see assassins never watched using, it. using Bitcoin. Dude, yeah, the get out of things, here. Yeah. I never watched John it. Wick? I never watched it. Corey. I never watched it. Dude, it's Keanu. I couldn't like you hadn't I can't watched take Interstellar seriously. He I only watched do Interstellar it Interstellar like last week. So okay. you gotta get on John John Wick is awesome, dude. Is that my new homework? All right, I'll 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 John find John Wick, it. I'll watch at least John Wick and Invincible. Yep. Hey, Invincible too. By the time you're done. We got a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm about to go to the beach. I got I got nothing but time. There I'll be go. on the beach. There it is. Don't throw watch it, Invincible. It on the iPad. Actually, don't watch either one of those around the wife or the kid. So you're okay. That's fair. Okay, you're put the headphones in. How about that iPad? I can do that, honey. It's research for the podcast. That's it. <laughs> I can't help it. I, can't, I gotta do it. Wow, I we've talked for 70 minutes, and it feels like it's been. Josh, like to thank yeah. you first off yeah, for, Josh, for coming on was, and yeah, educating us, teaching us. This was awesome. You were this the perfect awesome. person for this. I'm. This awesome. was amazing. I'm glad to hear that. Um, any any closing thoughts? comments? Yeah, uh, I'll say a few things, and then Corey, you usually close out. Um, you, can, you can shout out a, a closing remark to Annalise as well. Like, get her uh, back. Get her about back. About to say, circle it, circle it all the way back <laughs> hey, around. She, circle she, it all the way back good. around. She's good. Um, I would just say, hey, with with any investing, do your own research. That's all I gotta say. Don't don't get don't get scammed. <laughs> Be smart, as Eli as Eli would say. Use your brain. Use your, use your brain. brain. Use your brain. I mean, you know, Elon also said that this was a hustle. So you know, you can kind of take it whichever way you want to. I think he was more joking, and we've talked about Elon's wit before. But you know, it's it's definitely interesting to see the way that the world is progressing and the way that we're continuing to evolve. Uh, from you know, it's it's definitely more of a globalized system. You know, from a, from a currency perspective, from an industry's perspective, from a anything perspective. You know, and not only is it global, but it's uh you know it's interstellar, if you will, to kind of give that the tie back there. You know, we're going outside. We're heading to the moon with Doge. We're heading to Mars with well, I guess with Doge too. He's paying for it by Doge. Whatever. There's a lot of Doge. There's a lot of there's a lot of Bitcoin. There's a lot of everything. Um, you know, just to echo what Josh said, definitely do your own research if you do want to invest. I definitely think you've, you've, you've intrigued me enough to want to get back in there. Uh, but definitely be careful. Make sure it's disposable. Don't waste money you don't have because you never know. The volatility of this on a day-to-day basis is, is insane. Uh, but the longevity play could, could pay benefits and, and do dividends for you. Uh, ooh, we could talk about dividend investing. We'll save that for another time. Uh, but with all that being said, Josh, I want to thank you again, man. And uh, we'll call that one a wrap.